0: Welcome to Day Radio. This is Relationship Insight with an Intuitive Twist. I'm your host, medium and intuitive, Marissa Liza Pell, and you can find me at ConnectionBeyond.com. That's ConnectionBeyond.com. And... We also have our co-host Lovely co-host Stable Gina Here sure I Hashtag You went from the beginning Of the show in January To being like Kind of like You know One of the people That commented And we <laughs> All of our co-hosts Kind of went out of the Out of here and yeah. you're like, you're still like, you're, you're still here. So I'm stable after all. You are. You're the <laughs> only source of stability I have on the show are producers left, there's co-hosts left, and you're still here. I am. So that, to me, is is my source of stability there you this go. morning. Well, I'm yeah, glad so. I can provide that for you. Actually, it's the afternoon. I don't know why I'm saying morning. Yeah, well, <laughs> because we just woke up. We did. <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, we a couple weeks ago, we had a, uh, a guy come on the show, Humble Jim. Do you remember Humble? I do. Yeah. Humble Jim, a good friend of mine. We decided from another client had an had an issue with the next boyfriend. We decided to try to set them up on an Intuit date challenge. Yeah, and they took that challenge. They took the challenge, and we d- we wanted to follow up with Jim to see if they were gonna. This was a total blind Intuit yeah. challenge. He was, you know, he, he still hasn't found anybody. Good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. The other lady is is connected to Create Yourself Salon, mm-hmm. and she actually bought her boyfriend a reading with me because her boyfriend's brother passed away thinking that's why he was being distant. She was
1: trying to be nice. Trying to be nice. Trying to, you know, deliver some closure. Kind of a little self-will in there. Kind of a little
0: self-will to try to get him to be a more loving boyfriend. Right. Thinking this was blocking him off from doing so. Right. And really,
1: the information that she got was the information that set her free.
0: Yes. So, (laughs) she not only did she, she didn't get the information, the boyfriend came in with her friend and He said he connected with his brother who passed away. Yes, he connected with them. And the brother called him out that said that he was still in love with the Mm ex-girlfriend in front of her friend. Mm -hmm. And she's paying money to get him fixed for her. Mm -hmm. So this all turns into a chaotic thing. Yep, We find out that he's really an a-hole. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. Because he left the ex-girlfriend to be with her. Right. Out of nowhere, the relationship was fine, nothing was even wrong. So, another cheating scandal. Yeah, okay.
1: he's obviously hurt inside. <laughs> yeah, well, he
0: couldn't. So, then he tells her her butt was too big. Yeah, right after all this. Yeah, after all this. So, she's when? like, I can't deal with that. And this. she
1: disclosed to us that she, that is a very sensitive subject for her. Right, and, and I, she I saw looks pictures amazing. of her,
0: and she's like a size six. She, yeah, exactly. So. She looks amazing. And she said that he was balding had a beer gut that didn't change his sneakers. He
1: was not willing to put any effort into himself <laughs> his, his at all. No, he was just, he wasn't grieving. He was just a jerk. Complete jerk. And the spirits of the deceased
0: decided to call him out. Yes, they did. So we decided, you know what? She bought this session. She thought she was doing a good thing. Our whole life got turned around, exposed this guy right. that, that got this gift. My friend, Humble Jim it's been like 10 years since we've known each other. He still hasn't found anyone that really, like, sends him over the edge. Right. So I decided, let's see if they work out. Yeah. And Humble Jim's on the line. Humble, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you doing? How are you? Good, not bad. So this was, you know, I've known you for a while. You, you've been to a lot of mediumship events. You used to, you used to actually open the uh, connection beyond events is our opening announcer so you're familiar with all this stuff absolutely yeah so you've been through cars you've been through homes you've had different (laughs) girlfriends how old are you now Uh, 48 you're 48 and this girl is how old 29 29 we're going young oh boy Let's talk about young woman, baby. <laughs> this is great. So she obviously, I didn't tell you this, but she did know your age before coming on, and she said that her ex boyfriend, this guy,
1: was forty six. So she didn't have any problem with it. Sounds like she she likes men her senior. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, I so I didn't know that. I, I was ready
0: to give her the gift certificate and say enjoy it with somebody. Oh, what are you doing? Humble. <laughs> That's so humble of you, which I know is not very humble, because you, well, you.
2: psychology. Right?
0: Yeah, you're all about strategy. He had a motive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Humble Jim is not that humble. That's why his name's Humble Jim. Because <laughs> it's he, ironic. He was just saying that, so she would say, "No, I really want to like give him a little ego boost." He, he wanted to. You are a tester, I tell you. From knowing you as long as I have, you are a tester. So and it, yeah, he does. But he and he claims he's so innocent. He's got these blue eyes, and he's like, yeah, and he bats them, and he ch- pretends to be really flighty, on but the he's charm. not. He's yeah. not very smart, calculated, very, smart. very calculated. <laughs> I'm sorry, humble, but you are. That's okay. So you guys end up talking and texting. What happened? Tell us. Tell us where you're at with this now.
2: Oh well, after I received her number, I text her, and then she texts me back, and it turns out a friend. That she works with knew me 15 years ago.
0: Whoa. Whoa.
2: So this is intuitive. It worked out. No, no, no. It worked out well because she was a bartender and she had all good things to say about me. So that was one advantage there. And then well, we we're texting, I sent her a couple pictures and I said, well, let me get a couple from you. Once she sent me one, I'm like, yeah, I need to call you. This is because I'm looking at her. I'm like, wow, well, she looks so young. Yeah, so she we is. talked for a little bit. And um, we're supposed to meet up Sunday just to kind of have like a meet and greet. A oh, me you know, and
0: green like um, like a photo and a photo opportunity so yeah, before the, the date?
2: phone
0: call I find this odd that you're going to her apartment for the first date or for first yeah, meeting
2: going I'm gonna assuming she still doesn't blow me off. I'm gonna go up over there on sunday i I'm assuming we'll go out in town somewhere right in the middle of town. I I, I don't know. we're just gonna kind of wing it,
0: so you're gonna show up at the apartment and uh are you gonna what are you gonna wear? I don't know I haven't decided yet I might rent something. did you tell her about your boat that you have a boat of course I did (laughs) so what did she was she impressed by the boat oh yeah she likes camping boating she
2: actually have a lot of similar interests
0: wonderful wonderful and you guys both don't like feet they're not important to you no
2: we won't even talk about it
0: (laughs) Okay. so do you feel like intuitively in your gut that this could be a connection
2: oh right now only because she looks really hot okay well
0: Well, so are you being shallow right
2: now well, I, I am, but I you know let's face it, of course I am at first, but we'll see what happens when we start going out.
1: Well, we got that working for us. All yeah, right. So so <laughs> this is good. the door is open.
0: This
2: is this. she likes the eagles. She likes the eagles. Perfect. So. Okay.
0: Okay. So we're good. So when you guys go in, <laughs> after you guys go out, I want you guys to call me and let me know what's going on and then and, okay. and see if we made it into a date because yeah, we have just a
2: couple couple hours on Sunday just to kind of break the ice and then you know that's and then we'll hopefully set up a date after that.
0: Do you think that, are you going to go through your your checklist of things before, are you going to give her this date, like, as a courtesy, or are you going to be tough with providing the date? Like, are are you going to go to the next level, like, yeah, let me check this out if she's hot, or are you going to kind of give her your tests up front to see if you really want to go on this date? I'm
2: not sure. I don't know. I don't really know what to expect or how I'm going to handle that. I'm going to be pretty sincere, though. I'm going to go there with the motive of going out again.
1: Okay. Can you promise me something, Jim? Yes. Can you try not to talk yourself out of going on to the date based oh. on what, whatever... Because yeah, I feel like you might have a tendency to just uh, take an excuse. Oh, yeah. she... You know what?
2: I do, that. She, I do that all the time. Like, I, 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 I didn't
1: I like am. her earrings. I'm <laughs> no, no, I'm,
2: I'm locked in. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not going to find a whole lot of flaws here.
1: Okay,
0: good. Okay, so is there anything you... Do you have any, like... Things that you always ask, and based on the answer, you know for sure, like that that no, test no, has it, not it,
2: passed. It, it, no, it's just a feel you get. You just it has nothing to do with the answers that it, because yeah, you know, they can answer whatever they, that you want to hear. It's pretty. They usually give themselves up just by talking.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> what well, what is it that you can't you can't stand that if a girl is like this, like it's it's a it's a no go.
2: Oh, uh, when all they do is complain about society life and their ex-husband
1: that's fair you know, their ex-husband. Yeah. nobody they're likes victim that of everything yeah okay. guys yeah.
2: are the same way guys are the same way but i don't think so yeah. that so <laughs> <Okay.
0: laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good um well i'm happy that you're happy and i can't wait to uh to see what you have in store yeah all right Let's well what thanks for calling cool. in humble all right i'll be in touch all right bye humble gem man yeah there he is yeah in the flesh
3: I hope this works
0: out. Do you have any idea why he goes through houses and cars the way he does? Short attention span? I don't know. He goes through like
1: eight cars a year. New cars. He flips them. Not not the cars. The houses. He flips (laughs) houses. He goes through houses, cars, women. Houses, cars, women. Houses, cars, women. Yeah. That's an addictive (laughs) tendency. Yeah. So we are back here in the studio.
0: I can't wait to get some of these callers out of the way so I can get to the real meat of the issue. The moment is back the moment the moment is back and looking at him today your eyes are sparkling your your lips are shining (laughs) you have you have a glow about you that only a glow from a man who's been on a radio show a week prior would have Uh, i appreciate that (laughs) thank you yeah so you enjoyed yourself so much you decided to come back
3: i had to i had a lot of unfinished business i felt like oh my god not
0: only did you have unfinished business we had unfinished business because oh. we wanted to know more about you, you've created such a mystery here that we just couldn't help but have you back.
3: I guess I'm the. I guess I'm the clue.
0: The clue. <laughs> You're the moment. Well, Hashtag. I could be both. You can. <laughs> so the clue, we're, we could have a secondary uh, feel for you about the clue because I think I think you have clues as to why people act the way they do. Yeah. Yeah. So you could be the clue as far as our solution based techniques go.
3: There we go. <laughs> you know? it all comes full circle.
0: So let's talk about you from last week. You were on the hit reality show "The Moment of Truth" about nine years ago, where people actually competed against themselves via a lie detector test to win up to two hundred thousand dollars if they answered questions truthfully during the course of the show.
3: Well, they actually the the top prize was was five hundred thousand.
0: Oh, and oh, I did not know. She that. only
3: she only made it to the two hundred thousand dollar question. <sighs>
0: and didn't even get that can they stop like if she answered could she have stopped at the 100,000 and yeah. taken it yeah oh what a greedy there was like certain oh.
3: tiers of, of money it was like the yeah. 100,000 the 200, 300, 400 and then obviously if you win all of it you get 500,000 but she could have stopped
0: at wow. the, a, after your question? Wow.
3: My question. And you figured she had given up enough information that maybe she should probably walk away with the money.
0: Right. Yeah. So you so you were you were brought out to L.A. by these producers who said to you, yeah, we just want to ask you some questions about an ex-girlfriend. We'll fly you out, put you up, give you some money. And you're like an aspiring actor. You're like, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go out there and then see what this is all about. They lied to you. They didn't tell you how intricate this was going to be. Um, you had to tell her you weren't coming on. You come on stage. And you have to ask her in front of her whole family and her husband, who she's now married to, if you, if, if you were the guy she thought she should have been married to. Mm. Right. And and she had to answer truthfully or she didn't get $100,000 or think she was going to get $100,000. And here you are on stage in this monumental episode that really took the show to its next level. And. She answered truthfully and said she really thought she should have married you. Wow. Yeah. Did you know that answer? In front to, of her yeah. whole family. <laughs> Did you know that you were the guy that she really wanted to be with?
3: Well, no, because, point? I mean... We, she left you. We, yeah, we were in a relationship and she just kind of walked away. So I... I No, I had no idea. Not to mention she was already married to somebody else. So in my head, like, she moved on. She's obviously in a relationship with somebody else. And I, I wasn't even... I just, I didn't think I was even a thought. Oh my
4: God. But But yeah, in
0: her heart, she's like, I should have married this Frank. She (sighs) married another Frank. So you were just as shocked as everyone else. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah.
0: How did you feel in that moment? Did you feel like she was the one you were supposed to marry? Or were you just kind of like feel bad for her because she felt that way?
3: Well, at that point, I mean, I felt, I felt worse for the husband because Mm -hmm. like she was admitting this in front of him. And I mean, like I said, I was I I I didn't know she still felt like that. So I was like, I was kind of caught off guard. Like, wow. She said, yeah. Wow. (laughs) And I got out of Dodge as soon as I could. But it was like it was just crazy because then like the backlash that happened after. Yeah. With like every. TV talk show wanting to be on their show, yeah. and TMZ's following me around, oh and like, and I'm living in New York City, so like they're they're out front of my restaurant, they're out front of my acting school. Oh my like, I God. got cameras in my face, and I was just like, I'm I'm cutting down alleys and going through you know garbage exits, and I was like, I was just wow. I'm borrowing people's jackets like from my acting class, like I was like because they knew what I showed up in, so like they gave oh, me they their jacket you. to leave with. It was. Was, it was brutal. Wow. So how did
0: the studio audience react when she answered that question?
3: Well, you don't Because see... they were
0: heckling you saying you were the bad guy when you came out, right?
3: Yeah, before I even asked anything. Right. Wow. I was the bad guy. And then right. after, I mean, because they, they kind of kept me standing there. Like, it was very awkward. It Ugh. was very, very awkward the way like, they, they were shooting it. Because they, it was like, kind of like stop and go, stop and go. They were like, all right, stay in that, stay in that. All right, move this camera over here, move that camera over there, and okay, go. And like, meanwhile, like people from the audience, I mean, I was getting like cursed out from people wow. and like, you know, there was like the one random person was like, he's kind of cute. and like, <laughs> So like everyone starts laughing and then you got people call me homewrecker and like uh, it was. It so was, they weren't oh. on your side after that. No. no it was oh. worse. Well, and there was also, there was a number of questions leading up to my question that kind of painted me to be this <laughs> catalyst for this kind of.
1: Wow!
3: Climax for the show, like it was there. There was there was kind of a lot to it with the questions leading up.
0: Wow, well, I want to hear more about the aftermath because I'm interested in what happened after the show because I know there's there's a detail that you have talked about that I can't wait for our listeners to find out about what happened to her after the show. Mike is back on the line. Mike, are you there? I'm here. Mike, you you uh, I mean this is this is insanity. What's going on here? We brought him in on the second week just to illustrate to you. The lesson of no <laughs> affairs. Okay, so you don't know that the the culmination of this. He was brought on the show. You didn't hear the the end of this last week, did you? I didn't. So he was brought on the show, the ex-girlfriend, she's married. You got the whole panel of people on the on the the whole family's there. And the host asked him if she felt that Frank was the guy she should have married. And for the hundred thousand dollar question, she said yes. Mm-hmm. Do you Crazy. Wow. The implication yeah. of that.
4: So she Wait, got. What did he say?
0: He didn't know he was going to ask that question <laughs> until the smoke and everything else he was
1: put on stage. Get the webcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the podcast. So then.
0: <laughs> there was a $200,000 question that was Do you think you're a good person? And she said yes. And the real answer was no. So she lost all the money.
1: Mm, so she had some kind of internal internal guilt somewhere that, yeah. So she had
0: to go home and he had to go home from this situation and her husband now knows that she felt she should have married somebody else. Yeah. Which was Frank. (laughs) Wow. And Frank didn't even know because she's, she broke up with him to be with this guy. Yep. So this was, this was, she left, I mean, karma is, is not a good thing, huh?
3: Nah. Yeah. Universe has a funny way of kind of, Getting back, I guess. Yeah, so you didn't Mm. have to do
0: nothing. She leaves you. You come back on a national television show, and you find out that, really, you're the one that's in her heart. Mm. You're the one that she still loves, wishes she married, in front of her husband and all of her family and all of America. Oh, man. (laughs) So, you, after you got off that stage, you told me you had a moment of anger, like the anger started coming up. You were mad.
3: Oh, yeah, big time.
0: And what did you... Why were you mad, and what did you do?
3: Well because at that point i had pretty much you know i was i i was i was like the fool i i i felt like i looked like you know the village Mm. idiot up there like and i was kind of made out to be the i was pretty much made out to be the bad guy and i i in my younger days i had some anger issues anyway Mm -hmm. and i actually tore apart my trailer that i was staying in the entire day Mm um it was it was i I lost it i completely lost like if they had a camera on me from like backstage to my trailer and everything that i did in the trailer like they probably could have made an episode just off of that it was it was it was bad like to the point where like they like i said like i had had said before where they have to like you have to go through a psych evaluation to be on the show right well i was supposed to go through one post show
1: (laughs) as was she
3: and i told him where they could go oh. i told them to get my car on the lot and get me out of the city of los angeles as mm. soon as possible i said this is probably the first time i want to actually go back to new jersey i said <laughs> so get me on a plane right now wow. and they come to the point where i because uh, like they had me in this in this trailer all day they have me watching movies and mm-hmm. everything like that and i start like i start going on one of my like usual rants like when i was angry and they had a table like filled with like craft services and like all these goodies and everything. Mm-hmm. Now, I the only thing I had packed was my clown suit that I had worn on stage like this pair of, like dress pants and like this like maroon shirt that I wore. That was all I brought. Wow. The, the clothes that I got on the airplane, you know, the airplane with and then the clothes that I was going to wear on the show. That was all I brought. So I had an empty suitcase, but I brought a suitcase. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I should bring a, a full-size suitcase. Why not? <laughs> so I had nothing but space in it so with one arm I like swiped the table I put like all the food that was on the table into in the, my suitcase in the suitcase
1: you put the food in the suitcase I was like you see, I was like, you see all the that food the deli tray that was great
3: it was great I was like you see all that food going back to Jersey and like I swiped everything like from the table oh my into, my, into my suitcase I was like and you see the movies and like I picked them up like a, like a bookend like from each end and was like whoosh and I just threw those It's like they're going back to Jersey too and like Zip zip zip, and like I zip up my my suitcase.
0: And what did they do? Standing there watching this rage. Oh, I
3: mean, like all the PAs, like all the production assistants, everyone's like they're you know in you know they're like in their little like walkie talkies, and they got like their 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 headset. Like they're just you could just see like everyone's getting all these messages. Like what's he doing? Get him out of like oh, make him wow. stop. To the point where the producer wouldn't even walk into the trailer, I guess he was probably a little little like a little, a little scared, scared at that yeah. point.
1: Let the interns deal with it. Yeah, and he had
3: he had the he had the gall to say to me after all that. He he goes okay so in, a, in about about a week or two we'll send you your check i said in about a week or two you're gonna send me my check i said you're gonna take your checkbook out and you're gonna write me a check for the amount that you were gonna pay me and he literally right like now he like literally went to his car and took his checkbook out and wrote me the check for the amount that they were gonna wow. pay me for the show That's- and like my my car was on the lot within five or ten minutes Wow! Oh my God. <laughs> now the even funnier part about it is because this happened like on like the universal studios like lot uh-huh. like because all the lots are like all next to each other and everything like that fox and you know all, all the ones out uh-huh. there and everything my friend who who i went to college with who actually moved out to la eventually he was there um living in la at the time mm-hmm. and i actually got to see him for a little while while i was out there for you know for a couple hours and he was working on some other shows as well on the same lot. He would just happen to be telling the story or listening to somebody else tell the story about <gasps> you should have heard, you should have seen this kid flip out the other day. Oh, oh no. man, it was epic and blood. and and my buddy goes over, he goes wait a minute are you talking about that show that that guy that came out they're like yeah it was crazy like yo I went to college with that guy <laughs> dude like really oh my god like he's like a legend yo like because like I I just I completely lost it and like they thought it was like. They had never seen anything like that. Like they never had a taste of Jersey out in Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, so like, right. so like, I came the business, and and like this guy was sitting there telling my story. Like a month later, like on the lot, like you should Yo, have seen when time. this guy, yeah. So like, and that was like the well, aftermath. that
0: scared the man wow. coming to Jersey. Uh, that's the uh, wow. Yeah. Like they're not used to that out there. Yeah, no. I guess not. No. So tell me what happened with her after the show was over what what happened there with her marriage and family life
3: uh well um i guess you could uh, i mean unfortunately her husband divorced her
0: Mm. how long after the show
3: i'm not really sure how long after but it it didn't take long Mm.
0: (laughs) yeah
3: like i think they tried to work it out and i guess obviously this was still in in the forefront so they they called a quiz.
0: Wow. So you must have felt really like knowing that happened, you must have felt really bad. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, like seeing just like kind of the destruction of what it caused was like, oh man, like I was I was a part of that. That was that was pretty much my doing. So it yeah, was Yeah, but you wow. didn't
0: know going into that show what you had to ask.
3: No, but I mean, in all honesty, it's not an excuse, really, because I agreed to be on the show. Right. You know, I knew there was going to be some sort of kind of ooh, reaction, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Yeah.
0: Wow. So did she knowing now what you knew and they get divorced? Did she try to get back together with you? Because she had all these. She thought you were the guy she was going to marry
3: no because for for a while i was like she blamed me for a while for like wow for it all happening and she wow. blamed
1: you but she's the contestant she probably yeah put herself in that position she probably felt set up you know
3: right and, and, and she kind of was i mean she was I, I did set her up like i i lied about being being out there i, I played it out like i wasn't going to be on the show and and here i am walking out on stage like like i said yeah. when when you watch that episode like you see the look on her face like Oh. it's it's like terror <laughs> it was yeah it was it was like real terror it wow was,
0: oh geez i mean do you still think about this
3: yeah yeah i mean i think i think about like the damage that it was done wow and then like every so often i'll bump into a buddy from like my hometown who's like oh man the last time i saw you you were on tv and I'm like, oh, oh, after like nine years so that's like uh-huh. my lasting like memory to people oh, so like wow, that's what geez. i'm like known for.
1: Oh remember that one time when you broke up that marriage, dude? <laughs> yeah. yeah it was totally that was cool, that man. was hilarious. <laughs> so And then most people oh, actually
3: thought most people thought it was fake. They were like, that wasn't real, was it? That oh. was all just like scripted, right? And I'm like, no. No, wow. that was that was real. Real lives.
0: So she was mad at you for a while. Did you guys actually ever make amends with each other or are you friends now? I mean, where are you at now?
3: We are I mean, it it it's kind of just like If we ever do see each other, like which I mean, which we don't or haven't in years, but it's kind of just been like, just wave from across the room. And, and we left it at that. Wow. There was actually this really awkward moment once when, uh, it was my birthday. And again, I was in my hometown and I walk into one of the local watering holes of my, my hometown Mm -hmm. and I was dating. I was at this point, I was in another relationship. I was still up in New York, but I came home to visit. So I walk into this bar, and my a couple of my buddies are at the bar, like real wide eyed, with this like smirk on their face. Because as I walk in, there's her brother, her sister, oh. her mom, her dad, and then Lauren sitting all in the same order that they were on the show oh, God. at oh my God. the bar. Oh, geez. and I just walk in and kind of turn and see them, and was like. I need a shot. Can we get shots over here, please? Like, <laughs> like and like and that was that was the first time I had seen them since I was on the show, actually.
0: So you stayed at the bar?
3: Well, yeah, because they, they left. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so they, left. they, <laughs> left. they oh, left. So
0: you guys weren't all like drinking together.
3: No, we weren't drinking. We just happened to be at the same bar.
0: Okay. Wow. So did they say anything to you that night or just left?
3: Nope. But of course, after soon as soon as they left, like she's blowing my phone up and <laughs> I'm like, I'm there with my girlfriend at the time. So I was oh. like, Yeah, I can't talk to you.
0: So, oh like, this whole... It, do you know anything about her now? Is she in a relationship now? Is she married again? Do you know anything about where she's at?
3: Yeah, she. Uh, I believe she's in a relationship now.
0: And so you have no desire to be back with this girl?
3: No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. no.
0: Wow, I want to hear more about your relationship thoughts and your, you know, after going through this, kind of what your new rules are about relationships and all that stuff. If you have them, I'm just curious. We yeah. Because we have a fly on the wall that's been listening Throughout this, uh, throughout your testimony here of this, all this stuff, and he's having some issues himself with uh, getting involved with some risky behavior, and so we're hoping that maybe your story may may dissuade him from going back there again. So we're going to bring Mike, and Mike's been—he's a regular on the show, Pittsburgh Mike—and uh, we've been trying to help him in the areas of love, and he's getting into some risky behavior. Dating his last three girls that he was dating were friends, uh, his friends' ex-girlfriends three of his friends' ex-girlfriends, which he's never done before, and he's 36. So we're mm. wondering, why is he doing this? We're hoping that we could stop it before it gets to that level that we're talking about. Right. Okay. Pittsburgh Mike, you're on the line. Hi. Hi, Marissa. You've been on the last two weeks. You're having some issues in your love life. We have Frank here, who has been on The Moment of Truth and told us his story, which t- took the only, the only person that's been on our show that has taken two weeks to tell their story. It's just so interesting. It is so interesting. And, and we want very to know,
1: we want to flesh it out. We want to know more. We want to know more.
0: Pittsburgh, Mike, tell us about this, this thing that's going on with you. And, you know, we got to help you to, to get rid of this pattern because it sounds like risky behavior to me. It sounds like you're looking for an adrenaline rush and rather than date a married woman or have an affair, doing it this way might be a, a safer way to do it. Would you say that that could be what it is? Oh,
4: It's definitely safer and I don't have to put up with all the negatives of being in a relationship Mm -hmm. I just kind of get that adrenaline rush Uh, you know I'm definitely doing some sneaking around Yeah, and you know coming up with cover stories and all that
1: it's another way of acting out yeah for sure so
0: why don't you just go and have an affair with the married woman rather than uh, that's not connected to one of your guy friends like why aren't you going to that extreme
4: I, I think one of the reasons that I end up with girls who used to date my friends is just because that's who um, I'm comfortable around. I think I I see that, okay, they dated my friend before. I view my friend as kind of my equal, my peer. So I therefore feel like, okay, I have a shot with this girl. You know, I think it comes from having a low self-esteem, charity, just, you know, I think I may see other girls and not think I have a shot, but I see these girls and I think that I have a shot. Plus, I've already had some communication with them which makes it easier you know to just start up a conversation
1: yeah so they already have a rapport Mm. you know they already have some topics to jump off on and they feel comfortable hanging out together already and then the that coupled with the adrenaline rush of getting together and this is still sort of forbidden Okay, I see where you're going, but yeah, but v- you've never Ricky, done it before. He's never. He's 36 years old. He's never done this before. Yeah, but it's 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 all centered from the same thing. So if he's if he's trying to superimpose some standard of, uh, you know, maybe I'm not wait because you because you were unfaithful unfaithful before, right?
4: Right, I, and Facebook honestly is, is where all this stems. Right, uh, I'll see one of my friends' actually leave a comment, I'll click like. They'll comment back and then I'm off and running.
0: Huh. Jeez. All right. Well, so have you had any backlash? I mean, you've heard Frank's story. You've had, you've heard the moment of truth here. You've heard his story being on uh, a Fox TV show, breaking up a marriage, doing all this stuff, but he didn't break it up by himself. I mean, Fox broke it up, but (laughs) you know, hearing this and, and hearing what he had to go through to learn his lessons. Do you think you might want to continue this behavior?
4: No, actually, you know, about three weeks ago, I I really had an epiphany where, you know, I just felt like everything that I was doing was wrong and that I I was not feeling good. You know, the whole reason that I was doing this was because I wanted to feel good. Hmm. And for about three weeks, I just had this awful feeling in my stomach, just, you know, horrible anxiety and just felt like I was a bad person, um, you know, and just, it just felt so bad that yeah. I realized, you know, I don't want to keep doing this. The reason I was doing it is, is completely backfiring, and now I feel awful.
0: Were you jealous of some of these friends Did you that you were going after their girlfriends? Were you, like, was there some jealousy that you thought they were better looking, or that if you got their girlfriend, like, it meant you were, you won or something? Was
4: there any of that going on? There was no jealousy with my friends. I mean, I think there was definitely that aspect of... I wanted to prove that I could, Mm. you know, get the certain girl. And I think another aspect is, you know, going back to kind of being insecure, I see these girls, I'm like, okay, she was good enough for my friend, Mm -hmm. she's good enough for me. My friends won't be like, why are you dating that girl? Why are you hanging out with that girl? Because I've already seen her be accepted by everybody else. So
0: so some of the girls you
1: dated were not accepted. You're preoccupied with what other people are going to think completely yeah okay so you're less concerned um how much you like them with are people going to approve am i gonna am i gonna look like like a big shot with this hot girl or whatever like those are the things you're thinking about and if and if your friends have already dated these girls then they already have the seal of approval so you will take that on as well and they know your personality so you have more of a shot with that
0: hot girl than just a regular hot girl doesn't know you exactly mm. this and they were totally will... self-centered yeah moment of truth let's get to the moment here are i mean you're a guy we're just women here trying to analyze the situation right you've been through a lot in your life <laughs> you've been through a lot and you, you've you've gone on national tv and 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 gone through a lot you know with this what do you see that he's doing as a guy like why would you do something like this
3: i uh I'm not sure. I mean, that's that's a tough. I mean, and, w- and when it comes to if you're, you know, if you're having, I guess, certain self-esteem issues or something like that, that's that's kind of a a a, a, di- a different game at that point. If if you're looking for some sort of like recognition or I guess like I, I guess appreciation from other people, you know, to your relationship, approval, you're you're yeah. not going to get it from the guy that previously dated her. Yeah, that's <laughs> just not going to happen. I mean, I, I mean, think about this way too, like. I'm sure sooner or later or like maybe down the line, like she contacted him was like, hey, you know, Mike asked me out or, you know, me and Mike are going to be going out. You know, is is that okay?" Like you got to put yourself in, in that guy's shoe to like get that phone call and get that news, you know, whether it was from from Mike himself or if it was from her. And then it comes down to, like, who would you rather hear from?
1: Oh, my God. Would you
3: rather get the co- phone call from her or would you rather get it from Mike? Frank. And then hanging the phone up and being like, is that really happening? Your voice is so sexy. Is that
1: why your eyes were closed?
0: You're closed to your eyes. And you're like, is she, like, meditating? Like... I think, you know, after, be, after being on here for two weeks, I'm thinking that uh, you're saying, oh, I'm a hard, you know, hard butt, whatever person. <laughs> well, you can't say that other word. But you're here, I don't, man, blah, blah, blah. He's softening you like a freaking dryer softening sheet right now. Downy. You're a downy. You are going down. You are like, I'm a liberated woman. I don't need a man. I'm single. I'm a new Gina. I don't stable. need this stable. Stable. And she's sitting here with her eyes closed. I'm like, she's trying to help Mike. She's really trying to meditate. Come up with the right you know answer for him she's tuning into the channels and the intuitive world and she's sitting there fantasizing about the moment and his voice what is going on here i mean you are a good looking guy i'm not gonna lie i mean you you're sh- shaven now you used to have this uh distinct facial feature was like my amish beard yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then once you shaved it was like everyone in our social circle was like whoa guys and girls not only women men were like looking at you being like not even gay men looking at you being like wow look at that guy you know your friends were even like attracted to you i think a little bit so i don't even know where to go from there I'm sorry, Mike. <laughs> you know, Mike, I got distracted. It's it supposed to be all about you helping you to stop dating your friend's girlfriends, and we find out that our co-host, who's <laughs> supposed to be helping you, is meditating comp- on our guest in studio's voice, and then looking at his s- sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: getting completely distracted. I mean, God I'm he's sorry. not wearing skinny jeans. This is a distraction.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, it took you two shows to get distracted by him. What, no, what was that? it just kept building up. <laughs> All right. Tell us. Sorry. The moment of truth. She obviously we're not going to have her here no. in this moment. So I'm going to just continue with you. So anyway, um, Mike, <laughs> Frank, anybody, Frank. I'm back with you. What is the guy code? What would you? Are you close with your guy friends? Yeah. So would you risk a friendship with three of your guy friends to date three of their ex girlfriends?
3: as as beautiful or physically or personality wise as they may be um yet if you want to continue those friendships going on in life because i've learned especially from those years of being like when i was 20 22 23 and made some poor decisions i lost a lot of friends right friends who nowadays may not they they may still think i'm that that frank. they don't think i'm like the grown-up version of me now. right. um so if if you know since he's kind of in in you know his mid 30s and everything um you know these relationships obviously have you know come up to this point you know my i guess my question is why risk any more you know, friendships losing anymore you know or 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 putting any more like on the rocks where you could just say you know what being single is not the worst thing in the world there's obviously somebody out there that you're, you're compatible with and you know you're in your mid 30s enjoy yourself a little bit and then when you finally you know find somebody or meet somebody that you feel like you are compatible with as far as being able to hold a conversation down, you know, going out and feeling uh you know comfortable in public because that was my thing. I thought I had to have like the best kind of arm candy walking <laughs> around and I felt like I had to kind of get that recognition from other people right. as having like the prettiest girl, the girl with the longest hair, the girl with the the blondest hair or the or the, the one with the red streak, you know, that she died, <laughs> like, it, it was, or like, you know, she could walk the best in her heels and like, you know, had the tightest skirt that, you know, you know, your chest popped out or of her shirt or whatever. Like,
1: Tell us more. Those, yeah. were, oh, no, but those the were the things type. that
3: I thought were like the attributes to have. Are to, you like, still looking right. for that? no
0: No, i want like
3: the girl that wants to sit around in her sweat you know sweatpants and a hoodie all day and like watch netflix like that's (laughs)
1: don't look look at me i'm just looking at you to see if you're meditating on his voice or on his sweatpants i'm trying to stay focused here all
0: right so you're surprisingly you're, you're a good looking guy you seem like you got a lot of charisma you probably get a lot of attention from women i would i would say you do and from men Just like no guys envy you, I think because you know you're a good-looking guy. You got a lot of charisma. You're funny. I think so. You know they will kind of want to be like you.
3: Whereas whereas to turn that around, a lot of my friends are all married or getting married or have like children at this point and like have families. Like I envy I envy my friends now more than I think that they. Yeah, I mean whatever they can look back on and be like, yeah, well you're single, but like I'm alone, and that's how you know single. You hear alone, that, Mike? You know, single and alone. Wow. Like that's how you want to talk about self-esteem issues. Like you're yeah. sitting here, you know, stroking my ego, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. the one who's single. So yeah. you know, that, that's But you know
0: what's good about you, you told us during the break, you're not a guy who likes to run around. Like you're a one-woman guy. Like you're are you faithful in your relationships? Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're not a cheater.
3: Because yeah, that I mean, you if you don't have trust or loyalty with somebody else, you know, that you're pretty much sharing your life with then how can you move forward
0: so a girl that dates you can feel secure knowing that if you are committed to her she's not gonna you're not gonna run around right Wow so you have the old-school traditional values yeah Okay. Very, very cool, Mike.
3: But I could see where. Oh, sorry, yeah, get back ahead. to Mike too. Like when he was saying, like they w- with the people that were his like friends, like ex girlfriends and things like that. Like I, I kind, I I had said it before, where there is that comfortability because you know that person, they've been around that social circle and they've hung out and and there there is that level of comfortability. Whereas if you met a stranger, you have to start from the beginning right. and like learn what things she doesn't like, what things she does like, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, maybe something comes up later on, you know, six months in, that you're just kind of like, ooh, it's like off-putting, and like that red flag kind of comes up. Mm-hmm. But you cross that bridge when you get there.
0: Yeah. So, Mike, uh, Mike, are you learning anything new? Do you feel like you have a change of heart at this point?
4: Yeah, no. I mean, Frank nailed it when he said that, you know, it's just becoming acceptable with being single. Like, when mm-hmm. I was growing up, I was always programmed that you know, the, the single uncle that was there for Christmas was a loser. Like, no. why wasn't he dating anybody? You know, people were always, if, if I didn't bring a girlfriend home for the holidays in college, you know, my family would be like, you know, where, are you dating anybody? With the, you know, kind of implying that what's wrong with me? Why am I not dating anybody?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: You know, now you know my that's sister's like? married, has three kids, and it's implied that, you know, she's Doing things right, and
2: mm-hmm.
4: you know what's wrong with Mike? Why, why can't he hold a relationship? Which is just completely wrong, and that's just how I've been programmed. Now it's, I think, just programming myself to realize that being single is really great. um It's completely okay, mm-hmm. and therefore, I don't have that need or that want to enter into just every possible relationship that you know comes my way.
1: And you might even decide that that's not even something you want you know, it's it's okay to be single yeah that's you know and you but you have to be okay with yourself to be able to make that decision
0: yeah i hope that if you do decide to keep dating mike i hope that you um i think the problem is intimacy issue with you and that it's hard for you to get close to someone because of what happened in the past right. um losing your ex he he lost his uh was she your fiance
4: no and i think we would have been married uh-huh. Yeah,
0: She passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, of, uh, you know, more of the addiction-related stuff, right, Mike?
4: Uh, she was in a, a car crash.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. So, like, since then, you know, and, and it's, it's crazy, because one of the people that he was seeing... She the the spirit of her of his ex came to her in a dream and said right. to stay away I from do him. Do remember
1: hearing the story right yeah. right right. So
0: like you have Jen on the other side coming in and telling these girls like stay away from Mike. He's not ready yet. He's wow. not ready yet. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. But maybe you're not ready yet. But just try not to do yourself any more damage. You know, um, your friendships are really important to you and they're going to carry you through life. And you want to you know maintain those because they're going to be with you after these girls leave. You know what I'm saying?
4: Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, for a while, I was just trying to... I was just trying to find everything in my head that what I was doing was okay and that even though I was doing all these bad things, that I was still a good person. And then I realized, like, good people don't do bad things,
3: you know? And I was doing bad things. But are a and... good person. <laughs>
1: Sometimes we, we make mistakes.
3: Yeah, you're okay. looking looking—you're
0: right. looking for a chemical rush. You were looking for a high. Yeah. You weren't getting it anywhere.
3: Hey, yeah. Mike, let me ask you something real quick. When you're out in public and, like, you see somebody who you obviously find, like, physically attractive... Do you kind of do that thing where you like try to meet eyes with them or like, you know, try to maybe get their attention some sort of way by like walking past them or something like that?
4: <laughs> uh, I mean, this happens uh, like last week in the grocery store. I saw a girl who I thought was really good looking.
3: What stopped I mean, you from going up to her?
4: Yeah. I guess just the, the fear, the lack of anything popping in my head what to say to her. What I did was just. Kind of go down a bunch of aisles that she was going down. Well, then you turn. See, at that point,
3: stalker. At that point, yeah, you You turn turn into the grocery store stalker. I got a a homework assignment for you. The next time you see a girl, and you kind of, you kind of see like she's attractive, or maybe like you'd be interested in asking her out. You go up there, you say, "Hey, I'm like, by any chance, are you available?" Regardless of what the answer is, just be like, "Hey, just in case you ever, you know, have have a night off or whatever, here's my number. Don't ask for hers. You give her yours, and you leave it at that." The worst she can say is no.
0: That's right, Mike. I, I love
4: Frank. I'm going yeah. to start paying you instead of my therapist. Frank.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we we actually, I, I'm bummed this show goes by so fast. We actually have to wrap up the show. But Mike, we're going to follow up with you and see, you know, in the coming weeks, what came up with your homework assignment. Moment of truth. Frank, we loved you on the last two weeks. We hope you come on again sometime. We thanks really having like me. having you here. Stable Gina, thanks for being stable. And <laughs> your whole resolve about relationships is totally BS in my mind at this point. <laughs> what do you mean? And I didn't we're say just, I want a relationship. Okay. Okay. Okay, so anyway, we gotta go. Intuitate Radio, see you then.